Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So about Michael Jordan, how you go hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. This is going to be the top 75 shooting cards of all time. This is part two. Hopefully you guys listen to part one. That's how things work. Part one, part two. Usually you you go in chronological order. Um, so, this, <laughs> this one. Uh, so yeah, these, these, these guys really go up in tier. They go up in quality. They go up in value. Uh, so yeah, uh, Chris... We're gonna stick to the the same script where uh, you look up the guy and uh, I'll uh, I'll talk about him. So uh, yeah, you go first and I'll look up the uh, basketball reference for you. For sure. Alrighty. So at number thirty seven, we have Dick Van Arsdale or Tom Van Arsdale. Are they twins? I uh, don't know, but it's it's Dick Van Arts. Uh, that's Dick Van Arts. I don't know now. It's we're calling him Dick. Dick Van Arsdale. <laughs> they, they're Dick. brothers. Okay, it's oh, brothers. Wow. Okay, Trick, <laughs> tricky Dick. There we go. That's you're, Dick you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I did not want to touch that. <laughs> There's so right. many innuendos that we can throw in there. <laughs> Let's just not. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So back to basketball now. <laughs> this guy is six <laughs> five, which helps overall game. He can finish around the basket, but it's not like what his game is based around. He's really good mid range shooter. He can pull up off the dribble and do it. And when there's space, he's not extremely gifted athletically and stuff like that. But he's really solid, fundamentally sound player. Yeah, three time All Star. All defensive team once, uh, all rookie. <clears throat> yeah, he's picking up at around 21 points per game. He's doing it three times in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. His most peak is with the Phoenix Suns. So, yeah, he's a Phoenix Sun great. Uh, yeah, very deserving the spot of this list. All right, I'm going to kick it to the next guy. Number 36, Byron Scott. He's six foot three. His athleticism compensates for him not being very tall. He's really good at attacking the basket. Is not the uh, main part of his game, but he's really phenomenal off-ball shooter. Really good mid-range and three-point shooting range. Uh, he's just a knockdown shooter. He lacks like shot creation abilities, but he's a phenomenal like off-ball guy. Just world-class in that class and very underrated athlete. So yeah, Byron Scott here at uh, 36. 
All righty. So he's not just a player. He's also a coach. Um, well, was a coach. Um, so he was spent 14 years in the NBA. He's a three-time NBA champion in 1983-1984, all-rookie team. And for his career, he w- he uh, averaged 14.1 points per game and 2.5 assists. Yeah, those are really good numbers. Very, he's a definitely was a great pairing with uh, Magic. So, yeah. you can kick it into the top thirty-five, the top thirty-five shooting guards of all time. There's only been seventy-five years of basketball. That's so we ridiculous. Have top thirty-five. Yeah, Chris, Chris, you got it. Alrighty. So for number thirty-five, we have a modern player. Finally, we have Jalen Brown. Um, he's 6'6". He's a really phenomenal athlete. He's a very phenomenal defender. He is modern. He's off-the-dribble creator that deserves a lot more credit than he gets. Um, he plays for the Celtics currently, and they are sucking. Sucking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a one-time All-Star. Made the All-Rookie team his rookie year. Uh, has scored more than 20 points per game for the last three seasons. Uh, in uh, if you count this season, this season is scoring twenty six, so he might move up on this list. Uh, put up twenty four last year. That's why he made it on this list, and it's twenty four years old. So he still has upside. He still has room to go. Such a good athlete. So yeah, Jalen Brown very deserving this spot. Uh, we can kick it to number thirty four. All right, number thirty four is Sidney Moncrief. He's a Hall of Famer. This guy is a two time Defensive Player of the Year. So he's very legit on that end. He's a six foot three, very powerful, just like a human being that's very powerful. He plays in the post, doesn't really shoot a lot in the mid range, but attacks the rim and finishes really well around the rim. He's a really his game he scored more than twenty points per game. Uh he's just a very efficient, physically gifted human being. So yeah, what do you have on Sidney Moncrief? Alrighty, so in his eleven year NBA career. Um, like Jason said, he was a Hall of Famer and two-time Defensive Player of the Year. He was also a five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, and five-time All-Defensive Team. And for his career, he averaged 15.6 points per game as well as 3.6 assists. Yeah, a really, really good passer, too. So very well-rounded player in the 80s. So Yeah. Yeah, you can kick it to number 33. Ooh, we're moving right along. So at number 33, we have Hal Greer. He's 6'2", so his size works um, against him a little bit. He has a good skill, good pump fakes, good ability to create off the dribble. It's not like 100% like a modern guard, how he's going to cross over to both. Kind of like he's not Dave Bing in the way he plays, but he's very efficient, fundamentally sound, and that era can very consistent. I mean, is very consistent and can finish around the rim. Just a really great shooter and can create a kind of – and create – Kind of like his version of off the dribble is putting his back to you, dribbling with the ball to a spot, and then open up his hips and aligning with the basket and shooting like that's his version. So yeah, also for forces uh, career averages per game, Hall of Famer, ten time All Star, NBA champions. He got all the right qualifications. Yeah, I mean, you definitely described him very well. Uh, he scores more than twenty points per game nine times, uh, which is ridiculous. Um. Yeah, but a little tidbit of information here is the, in the sad reality, not all old players are as amazing as you think, and not all old players are as bad as you think. But this is one of those guys that make top 75 lists on a lot of people, right? He made the NBA's top 75 list because he made the original top 50 list. 
Um, but his eye test just does not match it. That's the genuine reality. He made 33 because he was worth being number 33. But, uh, yeah, so this is the kind of guy that this list was made for. Is because there's a lot of guys that just genuinely are not what people think they are. You know what I mean? And so that's, this is one of those guys, and this is one of those reasons why we made this list. So, yeah, I wanted, wanted to put that in there. It's not like I hate the guy or think he's a terrible basketball player, just not worth the top 75 list. Yeah. All right. So next up is number 32, another older guy, uh, Richie Gurin. Tough name to pronounce. Six foot four, fluid athlete by current NBA standards. Uh, he'd be very average, but for that day, he was pretty fluid. Good understanding of how to dribble, drive, attack the rim. He takes really good angles to the basket. Has a really unique, unique set shot that seems to work really well for him. He's picking out around twenty nine per twenty nine points per game, which is really special. So. That's ridiculous. See what uh, Chris has on them. Alrighty. So in his 13-year career and as an NBA player, he he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, six-time All-Star, and three-time All-NBA team. Um, his for his career, he averaged 17.3 points per game as well as five assists and five rebounds. Yeah, those are really good stats. Uh, just a, a very good player in his era. Uh, yeah. You ready to kick it to the next guy? Alrighty, yep. So at 31, we have Latrell Sprewell. This guy is 6'5". He's a highlight reel, really phenomenal athlete, good passer, uh, finisher around the rim. He's not this otherworldly mid-range guy, but he's a really good three-point shooter too, which leads to him being very dynamic. Yeah, four-time All-Star, All-NBA team, All-Defensive team once, so he's a good defender too. All-Rookie team, six foot five. Uh, yeah, points per game. I mean, after his second year in the league, he's already averaging 20, 21 points per game, and he scores more than that. Uh, five, no, four times in a five year span. So, yeah, very efficient, very highly, uh, athletically gifted just human being. He's just uh, very special in that area. So, yeah, Latrell Spiro is very deserving of this spot. All right, we are breaking number 30. Yep. And this is an NBA champion, Manu mm. Ginobili. Yeah. Probably the greatest off the bench. I mean, unless you're Hondo and him are in the same class. Yeah. He's six foot five, six foot six. You have to throw away the stats with this guy. You have to look at the player and understand that he's a good three point shooter, extremely smooth athlete. The Eurostep was invented by him or used mostly by him. He's a really good mid range shooter, three level scorer. Just phenomenal world class class craftiness and his ability to attack the rim and finish. You have to understand that he came off the bench for a long time for a team that was not built for him to flourish. I genuinely believe that he could have averaged 25 to 26 points per game in a different team. That just gave him the keys to the offense, but he sacrificed to win. And he's a beautiful basketball IQ player, too. He's just a special Special player. Let's see what he have. What Chris has on a uh, mana. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. He definitely could have averaged probably way more than what he does. This is one of those players you don't really uh, uh, pay attention to his stats because they don't pay him justice at all. Um, so in his 16 year NBA career, he was a two time All Star, four time NBA champion, two time All NBA, 2002-2003 All Rookie, and 2007-2008 Sixth Man of the Year. And for his career in his 1,057 games, that's a lot of games. 
He um, yeah. averaged 13.3 points as well as 3.8 assists and 3.5 rebounds. Yeah, just a really, really special guy. Yeah. You can kick into the next guy. All righty. At number 29, we have Jason Richardson. Um, so he's 6'6". Six, six. He is a rare... He's in a rarefied space. Um, has an athlete, He's an athlete. He's a very, really good mid-range shooter. A really solid three-point shooter. Pretty decent at the post game. His skill level is not hyper high, but his athleticism allows him to be a very great scorer at the end. At the, I mean, very great at the at scoring. Not much of a passer, and he was in the dunk contest as well. He's phenomenal. I think he did the three sixty dunk, maybe in the dunk contest or something like that. Yeah, he's insane. Or something. It was something crazy he did in the dunk contest, and I was like, whoa, my gosh. Yeah, I mean his his numbers are like he makes all rookie team once and he scores more than twenty points per game three times peaks at around twenty three. But his elite athleticism just allows him to be so much higher on this list than if he didn't have that. But yeah, really really interesting player. So uh, we're ready to kick it to number twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Almost getting close to breaking the top twenty five. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. All right, a Milwaukee Buck great, very slept on player. Michael Red, uh, this guy six foot five, really good scorer all around. He's not a ridiculously great athlete, but really phenomenal three point shooter, gifted in the mid range, posting up all that type of stuff, and really phenomenal on the off ball screens and stuff like that. He's a really special all around player. Uh, yeah, so I definitely uh, believe that, and uh, yeah. So uh, Chris, what do you have on Michael Red? Alrighty. So for his 12 year career, we have a one time All Star and in 2003 2004 All NBA. And for his career, he had 19 points per game and 2.1 assists as well as 3.8 rebounds. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that was just great player on a terrible team and nobody really appreciated him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have somebody with a modern. A modern player with an old man's game. Let's hear it. Alrighty, so at twenty-seven we have the marvelous DeRozan. <laughs> uh, so he's a six-foot-six slam dunk competitor. A high a level, a high-level athleticism. Never been a good three-point shooter. Phenomenal mid-range footwork. Really great at attacking the rim and finishing. Underrated passer. Yeah, that's Demar DeRozan. Yeah, I mean last season. He really averaged like a four, no, six point nine assist point game per game. Really impressive. Uh, he's averaged. I mean, he's put up twenty seven points per game in one season. He's averaged more than twenty points per game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. If you include this season, nine seasons. So that's absolutely ridiculous in the consistency aspect here. So, Demar Derozan, love, love talking about him. All right. One away from 25 and somebody that is just so unique. Yeah. Earl the Poor. Now, we do a lot of player evaluations, right? We do a lot of lists. We look at a lot of players. There's never been a player harder to describe than him. Uh, he's it. It's not like he's a ridiculous, super consistent dead-eye moving shooter, off-ball, and that's his gifts. No, it's not really him being a good mid-range shooter, but he's not Sam Jones or Jerry West or those type of guys. Um, 
but he has a, some gifted ability for contorting his body and being extremely creative as a player. It's so hard to put into words the way he plays because it doesn't play like a modern guard. But he's also not this, oh, I'm just going to post everybody up kind of guy either. It's just really tough shots and odd natural feel for finishing around the rim in ways that you have never thought thought of. He's a really good spin move. Just an extremely highly creative player that has so many different moves that's hard to put them in a box and say, he's blank. He's just so gifted at getting to the basket and getting good looks. It is just an odd guy. He's super smooth. He's not a great vertical athlete, but he's a good one. It's just an oddly smooth, creative, unique player. There's nobody quite looks like him. He really is, you know, Earl the Pearl. And uh, so, yeah, Earl the Pearl here, 26. Oh, my gosh. So, one of his nicknames is the Pearl, um, but he was also called Black Jesus. <laughs> the original. <laughs> <laughs> Black Magic, Einstein, The Lord's Prayer, Thomas Edison, and The Magic Man. Jesus. Yep, so of course he's a Hall of Famer. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, it's not like we're getting those nicknames. (laughs) Of course. All right, four-time All-Star, 1973 NBA champ, 1968-1969 All-NBA, 1967-1968 All-Rookie. 1967, yeah. 1968, Rookie of the Year. And I think he played for the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. If you want to watch something fun, enjoyable, watch him pre Knicks with the Bullets. Yeah, he was drafted by the Baltimore Bullets. And for his career, 926 games, he averaged 18.8 points per game and 3.9 assists, and as well as three, three rebounds. Yeah. Just a solid player. Just such a it's the hardest guy i think i'll ever have to describe honestly yeah yeah definitely somebody gotta see with your own eyes all right i think you're next and you're starting off the top 25 list so you should be so proud right we're cracking the 25 (laughs) we're almost finished yes sir so at number 25 we have sam jones there's a reason why this team won so many rings and he's a major part of it first things first he has 10 rings insane Six foot four, good athlete will be a good average athlete in today's era. Absolutely ridiculous shooter of the drip off the dribble, off the ball, mid range finish at the basket, well rounded. But he is also a winner of the bank shot. This guy's ability to shoot the mid range is super special. Bill Russell himself called him the most skilled player he's ever played with, and there was six times when they needed him to make a shot during the finals runs. If they did not make it, they lose the finals, and he made every single one of them. He's also their clutch player. Wow. Yeah, this guy is a uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy stamped. Uh five-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, obviously is in the Hall of Fame. I mean, we have to burn down the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Uh So yeah, it's a weird guy that it seemed like, "Oh, as I get more of a role in the offense when I'm 31, I start averaging 25, 23, 22, 21. Before that, he was kind of like 15 to 19 in a hot progression forward. But uh, yeah, it's just really special player. Uh, So yeah, definitely love love talking about Sam Jones. All right. Number 24 is a modern guy. Jimmy Butler. He's 6'7", really great passing ability. Honestly, 
calling him a point forward is more uh, adequate after seeing him drop twenty two seven seven last year. Really good rebounder, world class defender, streaky three point shooter. I think that's putting that lightly. Uh, but his mid range game is butter. He's just so creative, such a tough shot maker in that area. Um, he can go off the dribble and finish in the, in the lane and post. He can score in so many different ways. He's just high level mid range uh, scorer and defender is his real gifts. So yeah, Chris, what is what do you have on uh, Jimmy buckets? Alrighty, so um. In his 10-year career and going on, um, five-time NBA All-Star, 2020-2021 Steals champ, four-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defensive in 2004-2015, most improved. And for yeah. his career, um, he oh my God, hold on, wait. For his career so far, he's averaged 17.5 points per game uh, and four assists, um, as well as five rebounds. But for the this current season, he's averaged 25.3 points per game. Seven seven rebounds and five point five assists. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he's is definitely really he's definitely in his prime right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're definitely watching him in his peak. Yeah. All right, you can kick it to number twenty three. All righty. So we have Reggie Miller, aka the guy who invented the flop, aka the guy who could get into Michael Jordan's head. <laughs> oh my gosh. AKA the guy who Michael Jordan <laughs> wanted to beat up the most because he had head butted him. <laughs> <laughs> He's six seven, which is part of his value and strength. He's a world class shooter. He is much more athletic when he is younger. He's not much of a creator off the dribble, but he is an amazing force at running off ball screens and running off ball and stuff like that. He came off the dribble a little bit better when he's younger and he's more athletic, but a pretty phenomenal world class shooter, probably top five, top ten shooters of all time. Steph Curry's I think he passed him and he passed Ray Allen. So I think he's like two or three on the list of all time mm-hmm. great shooters. Yeah. Yeah. I think statistically, I think he's three right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's putting up, um, he's a hall of famer, five time all-star, three time all NBA. Um, yeah, he's putting up 24 points, 22 points. He just has a long, consistent career of putting up really good numbers. Uh, never been much of a passer or a defender, but his gifts are his gifts. Uh, but again, sadly, we got to kind of put salt in the wound here. Another guy that makes the top 75 list from the NBA. Why? Small conspiracy theory here. He works for TNT, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, is he better than Clay Thompson? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just be honest with it here. This is the kind of guys that, you know, just should not be on these lists. So, yeah, just, you know, sadly, got to throw salt in the wound. So that's what we're doing here. Sure. This might as well be called the, uh, we're changing it to the basketball addicts podcast to throw him on the salt, throw the salt on the wound podcast where we sure. just dig it on everybody. <laughs> it's only right. It's only right. It's only right. <laughs> All right. So next, we're going to go to a guy that most people don't know of because he doesn't work for TNT, uh, Mitch Richmond. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. If we get canceled, it's your fault. I don't want to be canceled. We're just starting to grow. We can't get canceled right now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. They're way more powerful than us, Jason. We can't call them out. They're way more powerful than us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
All right. Got to compose myself after that one. All right. <laughs> Mitch Richmond is six foot five, very strong, naturally strong body. His shooting form oddly reminds me of Kobe Bryant. Um, he's a great three point shooter, can create off the dribble. He's more like, hey, I'm going to create off the dribble to one spot, pick up the ball and shoot. Uh, he's he's a really great baseline wing ISO game, and he's very polished and a good ability to finish near the rim. Um, his post game is also very very good. He's honestly an extremely underrated player. To be very frank with you, I'm very surprised that he's not remembered more. Yeah. So yeah, Chris, let's see let's see the stats. All right, in his 14 year career. Um, of course, he's in the Hall of Fame, six-time All-Star, 2002 NBA champ, five-time All-NBA, 1988-1989 All-Rookie, 1994-1995 All-Star MVP, and 1988-1989 Rookie of the Year. And for his career, he averaged 21 points per game, 3.5 assists, as well as 3.9 rebounds. Yeah, just a, a very consistent long-term bucket. You did yeah. it for so long. So, yeah, very deserving of this. All righty. So at number 21, we have Joe Dumars. He's 6'4". He's a good athlete, but being highly athletic is not his game. He is a very good passer, especially for a shooting guard, which is a plus and an underappreciated part of his game. Really phenomenal mid-range shooter. Um, Post all those types of things that a lot of 80s guards have. And really good three-point shooter, too. Um, along with being a really phenomenal lockdown defender, least extremely well-rounded, highly skilled guard. Yeah, Hall of Famer, six-time All-Star, two-time NBA champion, three-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defensive, All-Rookie Team, and Finals MVP, which is special. You don't find that every day. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Uh, he averages more than 20 points per game, three times, and is peaking around 23 points per game. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I was really impressed. I was not expecting the second fiddle of Isaiah Thomas to be that good. Yeah. He was really good. Like, really, really good in the mid-range. So, yeah, I was I was very, very wild. So, yeah, very deserving the spot here. Joe Dumars. Very underappreciated game. All right. You can kick it to number 20. Uh, Wait, no, yeah, right. no it's, your turn. it's your turn. Oh, okay, bet. Number 20 is Jerry Stackhouse. It's yep. funny. I actually made a typo and it says Steakhouse. I saw that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. He's six foot six. He's a very good athlete. He's not extremely grift- gifted like a Latrell Speedwell, but he's a gifted, phenomenal three point shooter and a world class tough shot maker from the mid post area, which is just absolutely unstoppable. Uh, in that area, his also his footwork is supreme. You know what I mean? And just there's some guys that are very well rounded, but a guy like this who's just extremely gifted at a certain thing has to be really high in this list. Jerry Stackhouse is so impressive. So yeah, Chris, what do you uh, what do you have statistically? Alrighty, so for his career, 18 years, two time All Star, 1995-1996 All Rookie Team, and for his and he also averaged 16.6 point, 16.9 points for his career, as well as 3.3 assists and 3.2 rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I know his peak years with uh, the Clippers. I think he was pushing nine, 29 points per game or something like that, right? That's ridiculous. Let me see. Uh, points per game. 
points per game, points per game. Yeah, so maybe. Let me see. What did you play for the Clippers? No, I'm not seeing anything for the Clippers. I see Miami, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Washington, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Detroit. Oh, I think it's Denver. I'm not Denver, Detroit. Detroit. Let me see. Let me see if I can find per game. Totals per game. Points. Yeah, he's averaging 29.8 points per game in 2001. I don't know why I'm missing that, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the year before that, he's averaging 23. I mean, that's really impressive. So, I mean, anybody who's putting up numbers like that is absolutely insanity. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can kick it to the – I mean, he's congratulations for breaking the top 20 shooting guards of all time to Jerry Sackhouse. Yeah. Oh, there it is right there. I see it now. All right. You have number 19, Chris. Oh, my gosh. We're moving right along once again. Yes, sir. All righty. So at number 19, we have Mr. Gail Goodrich. This guy is six foot one, extremely creative, even though he's smaller than even though he's smaller, he could still finish around the rim. He used to be a point guard before playing for the Lakers. So he has great passing ability. He has a unique ability to jump in the air and then make a pass. It's pretty unique. You only see that very rarely in modern NBA. Um, is a very phenomenal shooter, legitimately NBA range. He would fit beautifully in today's NBA. He would probably, he would be probably 20 to 25 points per game. It's rare for players to be able to say that, but this guy could with the shooting ability from each level of the defense for sure. And it's not just standstill, it's creation off the dribble, high basketball IQ as well. Yeah, a very, very impressive and highly underrated guard. I think it's because when he wins that championship with the Lakers, uh, people think of it like, oh, he's like third fiddle to Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. But both of those guys were past their primes, and he was probably he was leading that team with scoring, where he was scoring twenty seven points per game. Uh, my bad, correction, twenty five. But uh, so yeah, this guy's really special. A Hall of Famer, five-time All-Star, NBA champion, All-NBA. Just a highly underrated all-around just pass, shoot, score, just all of those things. So Gil Goodrich, very deserving here. All right. I'm going to kick it to number 18. Uh, This is another guy that I barely ever hear about. Dale Ellis. This guy's six foot seven which leads to a lot of his advantage. He's a smooth athlete. It's not like he's George Griffin or David Thompson, but he's very above average for a good ab- to a good NBA athlete. He has a good feel for shooting around, finishing around the basket, can attack with the ball in his hands and dribbling, was really great, tough mid-range shooter. He can post really well. And if it was just for these two qualities, he'd be lower on the list. But this guy shoots 40% from the three-point line. For multiple seasons. When you put all that together, you get a three-level score with really great post feel, mid-range skill. It's amazing how underrated he is. He literally has no flaws. I'm a good athlete. I can post. I can be mid-range shooting. I can move off ball. I can shoot really well from the three-point line. Like That's impressive. There's a lot of guys that have two of those skill sets that are on this list. So, yeah, number 18... I loved watching him, compl- very high on him, and I'm, I'm excited to hear the stats. All righty, so <clears throat> for Dale Ellis for his career, 17 years, 
Um, one-time All-Star, 1988-89 All-NBA, 1986-87 Most Improved. And for his career, he averaged 15.7 points, 1.4 assists, and 3.5 total rebounds. Yeah, I mean, those are a 17-year career. Very hard to obtain there. So, yeah, definitely very good player. I'm looking forward to you uh, talking about number 17. All righty. At number 17, we have Ray Allen. So he's better driving at the rim than people remember. A 6'6", world-class superpower, that running off ball screen. He's a phenomenal world-class three-point shooter, great reader of defenses, solid defender, decent passer, but his ability to just wear down the defense with his constant movement is his gift. I remember the shot he made against the Spurs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He that championship. Yeah. I was like, wow. That was yeah. amazing. That, that really cemented his legacy. Yeah. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, 10-time All-Star, two-time NBA champion, two-time All-NBA, uh, all-rookie team. I think people forget how athletic he used to be, how good of a shot creator he was in Milwaukee and Seattle. I mean, he averaged more than 20 points per game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine straight seasons pre-Boston. Like, that's insanity. And a lot of, some of it's like 24, 25, 26 pre-Boston. So, uh, yeah, really special guy. Uh, So, yeah. I'm ready to kick it to the 16. Yep. All right. You ready for some controversy, Chris? Yeah. All right. Zach our podcast if we didn't have controversy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Zach Levine is a world-class basketball player. World-class scorer. He's a good defender, under underappreciated passer, especially out of the pick and roll. His shot creation is everything. He's a three point shooter, phenomenally contested, great at, at contested shot makes. Uh, he's not an amazing mid range player, but his all worldly tough shot making from the three point range, mixed with I am a guy who can jump from the free throw line and dunk level attacking the rim ability, leads to a special world class combination. That only Zach Levine can produce. So, uh, yeah, world class here. Zach Levine's very deserving of number 16. What's, let's hear the stats on this guy. He's a slam dunk champion. I mean, it's like he robbed Aaron Gordon of a slam dunk champion. <laughs> um, seven years in the NBA and seven years he was a all-star once time. And he was 2014, 2015 all-rookie. And for his career, 417 games so far, 19.1 points per game and 3.8 assists as well as 3.8 rebounds. And for this and for this season so far, just in the six games, he's 25.5 points per game as well as 5.2 rebounds and 4.5 assists. Yes, sir. Those are really good stats. And I'm looking forward to you breaking into the top 15. Oh, we finally got it right. <laughs> oh. So at number 15, we did something that was unthinkable, unfathomable. <laughs> like in the great world of basketball and all the great basketball minds, nobody in their world ever thought that if a guy could score 60 points in three quarters and sit, up, <laughs> and sit out for the entire fourth quarter multiple times in his career, would he ever break the top 75? And if you don't know who I'm talking about yet, why are you listening to this podcast? Number 15, we have Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. We have Clay Thompson. He deserves to be on the top 75 list, and he's on ours. So there we go. Yes, sir. 
He's six six. He is the build of Ray Allen and Reggie Miller um, of off ball movers. He is a world class, you could say, but he's the greatest off ball shooter of all time. He is also a world class defender. Yes, he always defends the best player on the other team, which is rare for shooters, mm-hmm. especially. I mean, usually they're not athletic enough to be good defenders, but his length and IQ really help him a lot. He is an okay passer. His ability to post up, post and pull up, and hit mid range shots and drive to the rim. If they if they overcome and is overrated, it is not like he's just some three point shooter that doesn't really have anything else and no ability to do anything else in his game. And he has the most unique ability where it's saying he's a streaky shooter is wrong. But his ability to get hot from the three point line completely changed series, like the Oklahoma City Thunder, Golden State Warriors, 2015 Western Conference Finals. Like his ability to get hot and then change the series. He just has a unique gift to just lose his mind sometimes in the biggest of moments. Yeah, that's a, a very unique gift, that, that ability. It's hard to really put into words. Uh, yeah, five-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion, two-time All-NBA, All-Defensive team, All-Rookie. Uh, yeah, his points per game peaking out around 21, 22, 22, 20, 21. I mean, when you play for a team that has Steph Curry, you're not going to have the stats that reflect how great of a player is. You have to watch, turn on tape. Watch this guy. Yeah. All right. Number fourteen, Bradley Beal. So he's not much of a defender, six foot four, but he's an af- absolutely amazing scorer. He can run off ball screens and do all that type of stuff that is cute. But his shot creating ability is at a very high level. Off the dribble, extremely tough shots on the three point line. All really draw dribble off shot creation and then mid range. He's got mid range game two. And he can also finish really well at the rim. He has a world-class bucket, and he has really great footwork. Um, so he has a good. He has no flaws in his game. And when, when you when you average thirty, what was it, thirty-one or thirty-two last year? You deserve to be on this list, really high. Uh, that that's not something many people can do. So yeah, Bradley Beal, very deserving. Let's let's hear Chris's great statistical points. Alrighty, so. His so far experience in the NBA is nine years. Three-time All-Star, 2020-2021 All-NBA team, 2012-2013 All-Rookie team. And for his career, 610 games so far, 22 points per game, four assists, and four rebounds. And then for this um, season so far, he's averaged 24.4 points, 6.2 rebounds, and 4.8 assists. Yeah, he's a he's a world class basketball player. Very deserving the spot. I'm excited to hear you talk about the next guy. Alrighty. So at number thirteen, we have a member of the best regular season team I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man, this is Salt in the Wood podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have Donovan Mitchell, aka Mister Cry on the Floor. <laughs> yeah, you know, aka watch basketball. him celebrate. Huh? <laughs> you know he loves <laughs> basketball. I, I, hey, you got to fix it somehow. Please trade this man. Anyway, um, yeah. or give him a star. Give him somebody next to him. All righty. So he is 6'2", 6'3", really bulky, really good passer. His regular season stats don't show a phenomenal. I mean, it doesn't show phenomenally what he is. Um, He's ridiculous in the playoffs, multiple 50-point games, over 30 points per game in the playoffs. It's insane. He's a great attacker at the basket. 
finisher around the rim, pick and roll my, maestro, is phenomenal at creating in the mid range and pulling up and hitting really good contested three point shots. This guy, this guy is just an extremely gifted, tough shot maker at the highest level. Yeah, I mean, when you drop thirty six points per game, and then next year you do thirty two in the past two seasons, you deserve to be high on this list. His playoff numbers are so just ridiculous, and I value that more than regular season numbers. So, six foot one, two time All Star, but it's just it's just he's so it's just he seems to enter the Super Saiyan mode in the playoffs. It's insane. Uh, so yeah, very excited about him. Are you ready to go to the next guy? Yeah. All right. Now this is a guy that's very slept on, David Thompson. He's six foot four, really special attributes. Probably the most athletic guard of the seventies. I'm going to be honest with you. He's in Michael Jordan's tier of athleticism. I'm just going to sure. put that out there. Sure. Um, he he floats in the air. Probably has a forty something vertical jump. I think somebody said he has a forty eight uh, inch vertical. He he jumps off the floor really quickly too. Just a phenomenal athlete. Um. Uh, and he's, he's also a really good speed and quickness athlete, too. Very underrated skill, though. He's a very good mid-range shooter. And when you put those two to get things together, you get somebody that is uh, a very good combo of I'm extremely gifted finishing at the rim and I'm extremely gifted at the mid-range. What are you going to defend? That's yeah. his dilemma. So, Chris, I'm excited to hear the stats on uh, the f- the Mr. Skywalker himself. Alrighty. So in his nine year NBA career, um, he was a Hall of Famer, uh, five time All Star, two two time All NBA, 1966, 1997, ABA All Time, um, 1975, 1976, All ABA, 1975, 1976, All-Rookie, two-time All-Star MVP and 1975, 1976, Rookie of the Year. Um, His for his career, he averaged 22.7 points per game, four rebounds, and 3.3 assists, and he was one of those players who played both in the ABA and in the NBA. So he debuted in the ABA October 24th, 1975, and then... A year later, a year and two days later, he de- he debuted in the NBA. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are really good stats, there, Chris. Very, very intuitive. I love to hear it. All right, Appreciate the guy it. who just barely missed the top ten list. Let's hear it, Chris. All righty. So for number eleven, we have Clyde the Glide Drexler. He's six seven, which allows him to do a lot of things. Very gifted athlete. He's not Michael Jordan or even maybe not David Thompson, but he's like right below that level. Kind of like George Gerving as an athlete. He's not much of a three point shooter. He's a decent defender, but he's really great mid range shooter. So he's a really high tier mid range shooting guard that finishes around the rim with extreme efficiency, with a good with being a good passer, which leads to his value. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hall of Famer, 10-time All-Star, NBA champion with the Rockets, 5-time All-NBA. I mean, he's picking around 27 points per game. He does that in back-to-back seasons. So, yeah, he's also a very underrated passer as well. Not much of a three-point shooter, but he's very good at what he's very good at, and the description of him was really solid. And I'm just really excited to break into this top 10. Let's go. 
All right. <sighs> Number 10, George Gerving. This guy's six foot seven. Also, for some reason, he was drafted in the third round of the NBA draft. So, do we fire the whole league? <laughs> yes. They said I was smoking. <laughs> I don't know what they were on back then, but. Uh... Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, this guy is a very smooth athlete, very good athlete. His jump shot is about 12 feet and in, but he's pretty good from the free throw line, and it's a pretty good, uh, a decent footwork. Uh, he has some post game and his ability to be well in the mid range, but his ridiculous gifts are his finishing ability. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you just focus on, okay, he's a below David Thompson athlete and around Clyde Drexler, why is he above Clyde Drexler? First things first, if I had to guess, his wingspan is probably six foot three, right? Um, but his ability to finish with the weird finger rolls and teardrops are so overpowered that it pushes him to number 10. His ability to finish at the rim is world-class. It is probably top five, top 10 greatest finishers around the rim ever. It's kind of like the same effect that you get from a floater, except from a guy that's way taller and way more lanky that's doing it. Um, So it's really special. His finger rolls are absolutely insane. His finishing ability is absolutely insane. So when you put those things together, that's why he's here. It's just that overpowered finishing ability pushes him high on this list. So I'm excited to hear Chris's statistical guy on the number 10 here. All righty. So for George Gervin, a.k.a. the Iceman, extremely smooth, cutting through the lane like butter finisher. So... In his 14-year career, Hall of Famer, of course, 12-time All-Star, four-time scoring champ, seven-time All-NBA, 1996-1997 ABA All-Time, I mean, two-time All-ABA, 1972-1973 All-Rookie, and 1979-1980 All-Star MVP. He's also one of the people who was on the um, Chicago Bulls team when Michael Jordan was drafted, so he's a Big reason why Michael Jordan is, uh, I mean, was the player that he was. Yeah, much older he was with Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for his career, he averaged 25.1 points per game. 5.3, that is ridiculous, 5. <laughs> 5.3 rebounds and 2.6 assists. Yeah, he's a multi, multi-time scorer champion. He's, his, nats, his statistics are absolutely insane. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very deserving. All right, Chris, I'm excited to hear number nine. Alrighty, for number nine, we have Devin Booker. He is 6'6". He is an average defender, not much of a passer. He's a very good three-point shooter, a below average or just an average athlete can finish around the rim, but his mid-range footwork is absolutely ridiculous. It's insane the tough shot he makes. is insane how consistent he is. It's insane how special of a scorer he is. Let's be honest here. With his... with This, he flashes Kobe skill. By that, I mean you can tell that he's been watching a lot of Kobe Bryant Um patterns his game and his footwork off of Kobe Bryant and is just as athletic and isn't as athletic as Kobe, but just has that extremely gifted footwork and he must work extremely hard to achieve what he's achieved. Our really, really special, great bucket. Yeah. I mean, six foot six, two time all-star, obviously all rookie team. He basically, after his first year in the NBA, he's averaged more than 22 points per game every year. 
peaking around 26, 26, 25. Um, so basically, he is so special because there's guys that do absolutely phenomenal in the playoffs, and he's just one of them. Right, you just need a bucket. He's really consistent. Um, he didn't have like the offense completely built around him like Donovan Mitchell does. It's more like uh, okay, we have Chris Paul and Devin Booker. You just go get yours whenever you want to. Chris Paul is going to be basically running the offense and be the operator of everything. Uh, so you know what I mean. So yeah, very deserving this spot. Very high on this list. I'm I'm excited to get to eight. Yeah. All right. So number eight is a guy that is so much more than a dunker. He has that Zach Levine effect. This guy has Zach Levine's problem, and this Vince Carter. Vince Carter is such a world-renowned dunk, slam dunk champion. Some people can get caught up into it. It's just he's not just a dunker. He's not just an athleticism. I mean, he's in Michael Jordan's tier um, as an athlete. Uh, but is the Zach Levine problem is Vince Carter is a world-class dunker with skill people may not appreciate. The mid-range game and his ability to dribble towards the basket and be really effective at being able to finish near the rim. He's a really good three-point shooter other than his rookie year. He's always shot 35% from the three-point line. And he would fit beautifully in today's game of analytics of three and finishing at the rim. He can pull and hit mid-range shots, and he is a and he can iso out in the wing and be very effective. But he's much more skilled than I think people really remember because he's going to be a little higher than I think people would expect. But this guy is ridiculous. He averages 27 points per game twice in his career. Very gifted six foot six. Um, his athleticism allows to do some things that nobody else just can do, but he is much more skilled than I think he gets credit for. He's also an underrated passer, four to five assists per game. His ability to break down the defense and make good passes out of it is value. And that's some value that people don't really remember that well either. He's very good at all around player. He's much more skilled than I think he gets credit for. So a very great player here at eight. Chris, I'm looking forward to the stats. Alrighty. So first stat, not really that important. Um, his relative is Tracy McGrady. Um, Nickname is Vince Sanity Air Canada because he played for Toronto Raptors for the majority of his career. Um, and so he's an eight-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. 1998-1999 All-Rookie Team. 1998-1999 Rookie of the Year. Um, his fourth career, he averaged 16.7 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. He's also won the 2000-2001 NBA Dunk Contest. Um, he had some very memorable dunks. Um, I remember the Honey Dip, the one where he stuck his elbow in the rim. Um... And then he had the, uh, the oh my God, I think it was like that 360 that he did. That was ridiculous. Have you ever seen that dunk contest? That was ridiculous. Yeah, his dunk contests are ridiculous. He got 50s all the way through. And then like for his last dunk, he could have like probably jumped from the free throw line, but instead he just like two-handed it from the free throw line and still got a 50. <laughs> yes, sir. He's an absolutely insane dunker. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh, and he jumped over that guy in the... um. In the Olympics, a seven-footer. Oh, like, yeah. That's insanity. That might be the greatest in-game dunk, dunk, in dunk of all time. Yeah. 
All right. So I want to pause here for a second. Not mm-hmm. actually hit pause, but like metaphorically. Yeah. You love who's at six, so I should do seven. That's fine. Okay. Number seven is the logo. Jerry West. Clutch. The yes, sir. This guy, six foot three. Describing his game as fun because he has a lot of creativity. Very good passer. You can make the argument that he is in a in the point guard list. So anybody who could be in the argument from the point guard list is a guy who's a really good passer in the shooting guard list. So that's an element of his game. He's just a very great knockdown shooter with the ability to hit tough shots from angles, leaning back, turning around his shoulder, stepping back, all those type of things. He's just a ridiculously good, tough shot maker from any angle. He's probably the greatest shooter of that era. He has three-point range, NBA three-point range legitimately. He would be so much better in this era because they were running the pick and roll a lot, and this guy would destroy the pick and roll. This guy would legitimately average 28 in today's game just because you couldn't like you. you he could make all the passes out of it. He could shoot from it and get to the mid-range spots and even finish around the rim. He is a sneaky athlete, and he's not like a gifted athlete, but he's very sneaky. Sneaky. I think a lot of uh, he would fit a lot very well in this modern game. Um, he, he's definitely the best shooter of his era. I think he made multiple time all in all defensive teams too. So, yeah, he would be just fits so beautifully in today's game of basketball. So, definitely looking forward to the stats on uh, Mister Mister Jerry West here. Alrighty, so Mr. Jerry West, a.k.a. Mr. Clutch, a.k.a. The Logo, Hall of Fame um, in his 14-year career, uh, 14-time All-Star, 1969-1970 scoring champion, 1971-1972 assist champion, 1972 NBA champion, 12-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defensive, 1971-1972 All-Star MVP, and 1968-1969 Finals MVP. And for his career in 932 games, he averaged 27 points per game, 6.7 assists, and 5.8 rebounds. Yeah, world-class basketball player right there, man. Literally. (laughs) Yes. Oh, from one world-class basketball player to another. Chris, I'm excited to just hear you talk about. Alrighty. So for number six, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Pistol yes, Pete Maravich. I know a lot of you guys don't really know who he is, but I am begging you <laughs> for the 15th time. Begging you, please watch his film, study his film, because he is one of the few guards in NBA history. That has been before his time. Way before his time. He's in like the 60s, early 70s, playing like a modern guard. For real. I mean, like, there's no three-point line, but he's launching from half court. (laughs) His handle is ridiculous, and his passing ability, otherworldly. And I yes. know that would that in his handle and how he shoots and how he's moving off the ball that reminds you of a player that we have today, and it's more Steph Curry like than what you would think. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a guy who has, and I'm gonna use a word that I have not used in a minute. He's an enigma. That's a fact. 
he's an enigma. The, just please, I, I don't know how to do him justice because like he had such a short career. Because, but even if you go back and watch high school film, you'll just see he's just leaps and bounds above everyone else. Yes. Yes. It's not even fair. And the no. fact of the matter is that he was played out of position. Mm-hmm. So he we never got to see what he could truly become if he mm-hmm. was played in position. Yeah. Should have been a point guard. Should have been a point guard. Should have been allowed to be okay, this is our volume shooter. Yeah. But I mean go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But the fact of the matter is that during this time period, because he's way before his time, he's playing like a modern guard, they were like, Pete, no. You, we want you back to the basket. <laughs> we want you passing to the center. No, don't do all that. Yes, yes. But he's like, but yes. this is works. This is how I play. Yes. I think he was. He held the record for the most points in college basketball until Adam Morrison broke it. <laughs> I don't think he ever broke it. Oh, he didn't break it. No, I think he averaged forty-four points per game or something absolutely insane like that. That just speaks to it. Forty-four <laughs> points per game in college. College. I, it's something ridiculous like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Please watch him. Please. I'm begging you. If you don't do anything else, if you don't listen to me at all, what I say on this podcast, if you think I just don't know basketball, please, please watch Pistol Pete Maravich and learn for yourself. Yeah. Learn for yourself. I've been big on Pistol Pete Maravich ever since I found out about him. And yeah. He's always been like he's really like one of my favorite old school players because he's just so before oh his gosh. time and it's such a fun watch because a lot of mm-hmm. old school games are very boring. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Very boring. Uh, but yeah. watching Pistol Pete matches makes it that much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, five time All Star, scoring champion, four time All NBA, all rookie team. Um yeah, I mean, he comes walks in the league. He's averaged twenty three. Uh, he averages peaking around thirty one points per game when he wins a scoring title. It ranges anywhere from four to seven assists. The most enigma stat of all time: he shot in his career sixty six percent from the three point line. And there's no three point line. <laughs> he didn't have a three-point line in the NBA until he was 32. It's not like, oh, I'm Steph Curry. I grew up the three-point line. No. He literally got it at the back end of his career. I don't know what, like, this is. This is a guy that is such a, Chris, hit on it. I'm just going to hit on it, too. This is a great example of we have a certain way we play basketball. We have a thir- certain thought process, right? Mm-hmm. When we have something that contradicts it and gives us something new and different, we don't naturally go for it at first. And this is a guy that just got, let's say, be honest here, he got fucked by it, right? Yeah. Honestly, he, he got fucked by the fact that the NBA was just different, right? And he was just meant to play a different game. Yeah. So yeah, Pistol Pete Maravich here. Sad, really sad that you know he never really got to let 
the reins loose because he might be the most skilled basketball player, basketball player of all time. Yeah. Honestly, the best way I can compare it is the ridiculousness you see Kyrie Irving do and how fun he is to watch and things you've never seen before is like Pistol Pete Merritt. Yes, please. Okay, listen, speaking of that, and we're, this probably be the last note I'll make on it. If you go on YouTube and you watch, you type in Pistol Pete Maravich, more than likely his instructional videos will come up and he has this one pass where he oh does gosh. a regular chest pass, but he flicks his wrist to the left and the ball goes left. But the you think the ball is going straight, but the ball goes to the left. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. His so creativity with the basketball oh and just his gosh. mindset is just way before wow. his time he should be a modern yes. guard he should be playing right yes. now he will be dominating yes yes 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah i think we've we definitely hit on him for the right way but 100 percent there with you yeah <clears throat> all right chris this is fun breaking into the top five shooting guards of all time yep number five Mr. Six Foot Whatever, Allen Iverson. Practice. I care a lot about height. <laughs> I care a lot about height and practice, but they don't matter with Allen Iverson. I mean, this guy is really short, but he's a rarefied air as an athlete. Great body control, great speed and quickness. His first step is got to be one of the greatest of all time. Uh, great vertical athlete, has no flaws. Uh, he's a, just a really... Uh, Really special world class handle paired with all of that. It's just ridiculous watching him. He has a ridiculous feel for finishing around the rim. Uh, he's also a really great mid range shooter, create off the dribble, tough shot maker from the mid range, uh, really good steals guy. And just he plays every night like it's game seven of the NBA Finals. And I absolutely love that about him. About him. And I will always love his game. Um, he's also an underrated passer. And let's be honest here. He's 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 kind of also a guy out of place like Pistol Pete Maravich because today he would be a point guard. Yeah, it's just that they had a different feel about basketball. They had a different view about basketball, but he would be a world class point guard right now. Uh, so yeah, Allen Iverson here at five shooting guard. I mean, when you can be in the top five all time at a position when it's not really your true position, you're absolutely ridiculous as a player. So. I'm I'm excited to hear some stats here. Alrighty, so in his 14 year career, he's a Hall of Famer, uh, 11-time All-Star, four-time scoring champ, three-time steals champ, seven-time All-NBA, 1996-1997 All-Rookie, two-time All-Star MVP, 2000-2001 MVP, 1996-1997 Rookie of the Year. In fourth mm-hmm. career, he averaged 26.7 points per game, 3.7 rebounds, and 6.2 assists, and he would have beat the Lakers had he had help. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention this whole list is at peak. Yeah. All of our lists are always going to be at peak. We just feel like that's the right way to view it. Yeah. But I'm excited to hear Chris talk about number four. All righty. So at number four, we have The Flash, Dwayne Wade, a.k.a. Wade County in the building. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Miami Heat's most decorated player of all time. Not even close. Alrighty. So we care most on this ranking about Pink. 
in NBA championship run. Dwayne Wade peak is ridiculous. Yeah, he's six foot four. Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan was six foot four, he would look like Dwayne Wade. Neither one of them could shoot the three very well. Both of them are extremely explosive at the rim. Both of them have phenomenal finishing ability around the around other people. Both of them have a very advanced mid range game at that point in time. Dwayne Wade does have the euro step, but it's just he wins with speed and athleticism and footwork. He's absolutely phenomenal. His him young is the closest athletic resemblance I've ever seen to Michael Jordan. It's just he's six foot four. He is an unmovable, unstoppable force in the pick and roll. He's ridiculous. He makes good passes too out of the pick and roll. And again, it he has been coached very well on that he's an extremely special player. Um, he's also like this. He also leads. He also has the record for like most blocks by a guy under six seven or something like that, like for point guards or like shooting guards, like most blocks. Yeah, some because he blocks all the stat like that. He blocks all the big men. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean this guy's stats are insane. Three thirteen time All Star, scoring champ, NBA champion three times, all eight time All NBA, three time All Defensive, All Rookie Team, All Star Game MVP, Finals MVP. I mean he's. He is literally year two in the NBA, averaging 24 points per game. And he goes up all the way peaking in 2008 at 30 points per game. I mean, that's just absolutely insanity. This guy is definitely the definition of a Miami Heat player. Plays with his heart on his sleeve. Very, very, uh, just a very gifted human being. So I'm 100% there with you with D-Wade. Yeah. Here, number four. Alright, winner's number three, top three. <laughs> yes, sir. Chris's least favorite Mr. shooting guard of all time. James Harden, <clears throat> aka Mr. Underrated. I have been waiting for a while to talk about him. Uh so basically he's ridiculous. He's averaged like thirty-four points per game and like eleven assists in a game less eleven eleven assists in like the same season. Basically, what he does is, let's break this down real quick. Mm -hmm. Basically, his three-point shot creation, yes, can he stand still and just stand and catch and shoot? Yeah. Does that make him, is that what makes him amazing? No. What makes him amazing is, I'm going to step back to the left. I'm going to step back to the right. I'm going to sidestep. I'm going to sidestep to the left, right. I'm going to hit these ridiculously off-balance three-point shots. I'm going to shoot extremely efficiently. I'm also going to finish near the rim ridiculously well. I'm also going to be a great floater guy. I'm going to be a ridiculous pick-and-roll dissector. He is literally one of the greatest passers ever at the shooting guard position. He's got to be top five, top ten. I mean, he's insane. He's basically a point guard. I mean, he puts that all together, and you just get a world-class shooting guard. I mean, I just, I absolutely love James Harden. I'm a huge fan of him. I think flopping is a skill, drawing fouls is a skill, and I think he's great at it. So, yeah. I'm excited to hear some stats from the greatest stat patter of all time. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so... We have James Harden, a.k.a. The Beard, um, in his 12-year <laughs> NBA career so far. He's a nine-time All-Star, three-time scoring champ, 2006-2017 assist champ. You know, is it AST? Is that assist? That might be assist champ. Yes, sir. All righty. Seven-time All-NBA, 2009-2010 All-Rookie, 2017-2018 MVP, and 2011-2012 Sixth Man of the Year. 
And for his career, 883 games so far to 25.1 points per game before the new NBA rule, uh, 5.5 <laughs> rebounds and 6.5 assists. And with the new NBA rule, this current <laughs> NBA, 18.7 points per game, 7.2 rebounds and 8 assists. It's five games into a regular season, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, he was off by one. <laughs> I have faith he'll get it figured out. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to hear you talk about number two. All righty. So for number two, we have the Mamba. The Jalen Ro- Rose is the worst nightmare. Yes, sir. Mr. I don't care if it's two people on me. I'm shooting the ball. Mr. I'm going to outwork you. Oh, you going to the gym at 3 o'clock in the morning? I'll be there at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) That's 100% him. Mr. Stories go on and on and on. We have the one, the only, Kobe Bean Bryant. All righty. So this guy is amazing. This guy has phenomenal footwork. He has legendary work ethic. He is a good athlete for his position. He tries on the defensive end, puts puts an effort on that side of the ball. He's not a great three-point shooter or a good three-point shooter, considering like modern times and always an above-average three-point shooter for his era. He will be average to below average now, but he was... <clears throat> That was his special. I mean, he, but his specialty was the of the mid range and his footwork, and that his mid range gave him such a huge edge. He's phenomenal, tough shot maker and, and the originator of tough shot makers in two thousand. An extremely highly skilled player on um <clears throat> on display. He's not a really good passer, which may be why LeBron's higher on his list. But I would say he is a top ten player of all time. Extremely gifted, extremely phenomenal, and revolutionized the game and inspired so many people. And he his reaches. Just exponential. He's just a bucket. He has rings to back it up. If you believe in the concept of rings being meaningful, me- meaningful, so you can watch him and not be amazed. So you can't watch him and not be amazed. Yeah, I mean, Hall of Famer, two-time scoring champion, five-time NBA champion, 15-time All-NBA, which is ridiculous, 12-time All-Defensive, All-Rookie Team, four-time All-Star MVP, two-time finals MVP, and the uh, MVP of the 2007-2008 season. I mean, this guy is just a world-class mid-range guy. Uh, Obviously, patterns his game after the number 75 player on this list, Michael Jordan. Uh, Definitely, Michael Jordan sucks so bad that uh, he wasn't able to make this list. I just really think that... uh, If anybody was just turned off the podcast, it was a joke. I promise. Uh, so yeah, Kobe Bryant. Jason. <laughs> I have a dark sense of humor, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, averages more than thirty points per game multiple times in the playoffs too. So he's stamped. Uh, so are you ready to go to number one? Yep. All right, we have Michael Jordan. He's a phenomenal defender. You have the greatest shooting guard defender of all time. Not even really close. Uh, he's a butter mid-range game. Triple threat uh, is dominant. He's m- he's much better moving off the ball than I think people really remember. Uh, great at drawing fouls. His moves are so quick. He reminds me of Braun and the idea of, 
of that athleticism. He fell into the 99 percentile of athleticism. But his skill is so much more polished than people really realize. He has the game of a much athletic player with his mid-range and tough shots. His mind hits a really new level when Phil Jackson comes in and helps him grow too. Uh, he's shooting over any of anybody and everybody shorter than him. Uh, his finishing ability is breathtaking. I think that's putting it lightly. Uh, he's just such a special body control finish out every body angle contortion. I mean, he's, he's, he gets within five feet of the bucket. He's scoring. I mean, let's put this in perspective here. He, he is the perfect six foot six basketball player. His hand, he can palm a basketball. He has ridiculously long wingspan. He is the kind of guy that can put on muscle. He is an extremely gifted vertical athlete. He's an extremely gifted quick first step. He has an extremely gifted body control. He is an extremely gifted just long jumper as well. Like, what are his flaws? He has zero. He's extremely fast too. Like, there's nothing wrong with Michael Jordan at all. Like he's perfect. He really is perfection. Just a highly gifted mid-range shooter, highly gifted shot creator, you know, a decent to okay passer, but he's not terrible at it. It's not a great negative. His negative is, you know, not, not a great three-point shooter, but his skill from the mid-range is insane. When you pair that with his athleticism, you get... You know, it makes sense why people call him the goat. I I can accept that as an answer. It's an accept. It's a mul- if it's a multiple choice test, and like A through D, and a few more answers. He's he can be one of the answers. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what you have to say about Mike. Alrighty, so Michael Jeffrey Jordan, aka Skip Bayless's man crush. Um, <laughs> he was also known as Black Jesus. Um. He also has those really cool shoes, the Jordans, which are selling out to this day. Um, so, yeah. fifteen in his fifteen year career, um, Hall of Famer, fourteen time All Star, ten time Scoring Champ, three time Steals Champ, six times NBA Champ, and I bet that everybody who drafted him, bef- who drafted players before him, because he went third, third pick of the first round. The first two player, the first two teams, whoever drafted before him and did not get Michael Jordan, are eating sour grapes to this day. <laughs> Yeah, it was Hakeem Olajuwon and Sam Bowie. Yeah, they are eating sour grapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eleven-time uh, All NBA, nine-time All Defensive, nineteen eighty-four, nineteen eighty-five All Rookie, three-time All-Star MVP, nineteen eighty-seven, nineteen eighty-eight Defensive Player of the Year, six-time Finals MVP, five-time MVP, nineteen eighty-four, nineteen eighty-five Rookie of the Year, and he was one of the few people. Nope. He was the he was one of the teams who over who finally dethroned the bad boy Pistons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, let's be honest here. Pre Scottie Pippen, we would have loved Michael Jordan because we're a podcast that wants to bring you the truth. We will mm-hmm. want to sift through deeper than who does well in the playoffs who is great players on bad teams. And he was a great player in a bad team for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, 
I understand why he gets so much love. It's very understandable. He definitely needs to be the greatest shooting guard of all time. He's just so special, finishing at around the rim, multi-layered. It's just his gifts are just ridiculous. Uh, there's really only one Mike. Yeah. Like, there's only there's only one LeBron athletically too, but there really is only one Mike. Like a lot of people copycat Kobe copies his skill, right? David Thompson has borderline Michael Jordan athleticism. You know, Vince Carter might be borderline Michael Jordan athleticism, but not all of them have all of it. You know, Vince Carter may not have the same ability to have world-class body control and finish and have overpowered layups, right? He's a great dunker, but he's not that, right? You know, there's certain things that people have parts of, but Michael Jordan has everything. Exactly. So, yeah, he, even though I love Kobe and I love a lot of shooting guards on this list, it's not close. Yeah. It's Mike by a mile. That's that's the honest truth. So true. Yeah, there's so much fun doing this list. Uh, love giving you guys the greatest uh, basketball content in the world because the basketball addicts really bring that. Uh, definitely, yeah. truly believe that. It's fun to hear uh, a lot of our really loyal fans and listeners talk about us. Uh, definitely love bringing you guys the best basketball content, the best top seventy five lists. It's going to get even better. It's going to get even more juicier. A lot of players that you never heard of are way better than we really know. Going through that. Uh, so yeah, Chris, do you have anything you want to say? Yeah. So we're your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our yep. loyal listeners, to our new listeners, yes, to our old listeners, to people who <laughs> don't know that they're going to listen to us in the future, but you will listen to us in the future. Thank you. Honestly. Thank people, you for all the support. <laughs> yes. Thank people will backtrack. Like, yeah. Have you ever found a great podcast that you love? Be like, oh my gosh, they have like 70 episodes. You listen to all of them. One day we're going to be that. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. But like everything we say is going on record for the rest of our lives. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, keep it, keep it keep it going. We'll keep it on the train there. Yeah, you, were, just, you had momentum. Just thank you for you know constantly supporting us. You know for mm-hmm. you know the likes, the downloads, whatever you may do. If you share us, shout out Darren. If you share yeah, us, shout, shout out Darren. <laughs> if you yes. share us, then thank you. You know what I mean. If you enjoy our content. Thank you. We do this for you. We do this for the joy of basketball. We do this because we feel that there are other podcasts out there who don't do what we do. That's a fact. No shade. None at all because we respect all other platforms. It's just that we bring content in a very different way and we love Mm -hmm. that you guys love the content that we bring. We we enjoy that. We enjoy making content. I I get really hyped up and warm inside when I make content and I love doing it for you guys. So thank pre podcast, it's so much fun. I get excited Uh, every day. Like we think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm excited to get this list out. We're gonna talk ball because Chris and I like we're long distance, so I guess that's kind of a benefit because we don't get to talk about everything pre podcast. So you guys get to hear like the first take of everything. You get to hear like the raw nature of everything you don't get to hear like oh we've just been like talking everything out and then by the second time you do it it's like not as enthusiastic you know what i mean 
So, yeah, we definitely bring that to you. We definitely, you know, try to bring high energy. Definitely very grateful for all the listeners, anybody, even if it's yeah. just one. It's all yeah. just raw emotion. It's all for you yeah. guys. We we can't thank you yeah. enough. You know, I know we were we celebrated 500 downloads a couple episodes ago. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. Thank you for all the future downloads, milestones we hit. Just thank yep. you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. You don't understand how much we appreciate the the viewership, mm-hmm. the listenership, the fandom. Yep. You don't know how much we really appreciate that, but we do. We really do. Yeah. We yeah. really, really do. Thank you. Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah, completely there with you, Chris. <clears throat> All right, do you have anything else you want to add? No, that's it, man. I think I summed it up. Thank you. If I haven't said it, yeah, enough, thank you. <laughs> Gracias in multiple different languages. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. So we're the basketball addicts. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you consume podcast content. You can find us there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Jason Collins, and I'm Chris Muhammad, and we are the basketball addicts. Peace out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.